Uh, let's talk some Rams football with their general manager, Les Snead, who joins us on the Celebrity Hotline, uh, brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe, good times. So, Les, thank you so much for taking the time. I uh, hope you and yours are all safe and healthy. Uh, in regards to your team, uh, how would you say – you feel about where they're at at this point, considering everything uh, that you guys and everyone else has had to deal with to this point? Well, it's interesting. All things considered, right, I, I guess, too, it's in it, one of those, right, is this COVID thing, and all of a sudden there's a Masters golf tournament going on, uh, what, on a Thursday in November. But I think I think if we if we take the golf theme, right, hey, guess what? We, we, we've gotten through... Uh, Thursday and Friday, we've made the cut. We're in contention. But uh, if you're going to continue with the golf analogy, right, you still got 18 holes on Saturday and 18 on Sunday. Uh, you know, we still got four games this quarter and four more. So there's a lot of football to be played, just like there's a lot of golf to be played in that scenario. And, and there's going to be, uh, you know, ups and downs. And the thing that, that, that all of us have to do, uh, on this long journey is to make sure you handle the uh, ebbs and flows from an emotional standpoint. Uh, learn from the the calluses that you uh, unfortunately earn, and 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 what that does do though over a 16 game schedule is as you earn those calluses, it, it does help you become less fragile as a team because you see more ways people are trying to attack you, and and so it becomes you know less ways to attack you because you're ready for that, but. You know what? We uh, we made the cut. We're in contention, uh, but that means nothing now. It's it's on to Seattle. It's on to the next week, and then, and then we'll go from there. Well, you know what's you know what's in, in, incredible is like the gap between the first place Saints and the Rams is one game. Like you guys are right there, and and it, the playoffs are right there for the taking. And it, usually there's a there's somebody pulling away, or there's right now it just seems like you could. Be in the playoffs, and or you could, as a as a one or a two seed, or you could be a seven or eight. What do you, what do you guys need to do to to get into the playoffs? Yeah, it, there there is no doubt there. It, 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 it again in that golf theme, right? There's a lot of yeah. golfers in contention, and 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 everyone's close. And, and it's interesting, right? Whether we would have uh, been fortunate enough to pull out a, a, a game or two more over this mm -hmm. first eight games, right? You, Going into this Seattle match, right, whether you're you're five and three, six and two, seven, it would still be a pivotal game, a game that's going to uh, definitely compound, pay dividends for for you know the good and the bad as we go forward. So it'd be a big game, no matter your record. But I do think the nice thing with this being a big game. That means that guess what? Everyone's uh, pretty close. Everyone's jumbled up, and, and it means you're you, you're you're in a positive place. So that's the the good thing. Like it's going to be a very I think uh, I think right from an entertainment standpoint, maybe not mm -hmm. from a comfortable standpoint if you're actually in it and you're actually competing and going for the the prize. But I think I think from an entertainment standpoint, it'll be a fun second half of the season. Rams less Rams GM less need excuse me joining us here on seven ten ESPN. Who did you get me confused with there? You I I, I don't there? know. I was gonna call you Res Sleed. I don't know what the hell I was trying to say there. Yeah, you just like switched the first letter of yeah, your last that, name. That's with what the, happened. The first letter yeah. of your first it, it, name. You know what? Hey. Rex is a good name. I kind of like Rex. We can go with Rex. Rex. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. told mom and dad to name me Rex. There you go. There you go. So Les, <laughs> let me <laughs> ask you about something Sean said this week. Your coach Sean McVay talked about uh, some of the issues that you guys have had scoring in the red zone. Um, what do you attribute that to? 
you know, Sean's going to have a lot more nuances, nuts and bolts context on that, right? On, on let's call it the the intimate things going on with the Rams. I have jokingly said, and 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 if you follow us, and especially if we do a regression analysis, right, we might be the worst team in the league in terms of all of a sudden having first and goal from the ten. You know what I mean? It's like we never get first and goal from the six. But uh, in, in this, and there's a lot more to do with that. But you, sometimes that has to do. I, I do think when you get uh, inside that red zone, I, I I tell people all the time the best safety in football is is that back line, right? That out of bounds line, you know that you know at the end of the end zone there, and that just causes things to jumble up. It uh, it, it makes throwing lanes harder you have to call you have to call more perfect plays because it's either you know people are guessing this or that and, and we've seen it right people can guess run and, and stop you people can guess run and then all of a sudden there's a a tight end screaming wide open so uh i think there's many things i think that's just a tough place to to score i think that's why they call it the red zone and I also think when you're successful in there and, and you do have that uh you score more touchdowns and field goals right you're you probably end up being one of the better football teams when it's all said and done. What do, you, what do you think just generally about the run game and how it's how it's gone this year? I mean, I you know, I know people are excited about Cam Akers. They want to see more of him. But what's, you know, what's surprised you about just how they've performed so far um, after moving on what, from time? Uh, I do think, uh, I think, I, I wouldn't say they uh, have exceeded expectations in hmm. that. I know we're, we're probably a top, one, two, three, four, at least five running team, depending on what metric you, mm-hmm. you look at. And, and it was one of the things we wanted to do was create an element where, right, uh, you have this uh, core, uh, and we like to call them skill players, right, weapons, right? Because that, that can be Robert Woods on a jet sweep. I believe if you, if you look at the, you know, some metrics, he's probably the best mm-hmm wide receiver, you know, running the football. So uh, we've, we've scored handing the ball off to, to Gerald Everett, right, on a, on a tight end reverse. Yep. So I think what we wanted to do, and I know that's a big thing, Sean, is, hey, run the ball, run the ball a lot of different ways. And also uh, going to a basketball analogy, right, have those weapons, you know, offer a different skill set to, to throw, right? Malcolm Brown's different than Cam Akers, different from, from Daryl Henderson, different from – from Gerald Everett and, and where they're coming from and how they run and, and how and what that does is maybe with the defenders right does it does uh, like uh, cause a little confusion with the geometry of the game that the angles you may take uh, to tackle Malcolm Brown is different than Daryl Henderson is different than uh, Cam Akers but I give the offensive line credit I give uh, the offensive staff credit because to to run the ball the way we have, right, there has to be a blend in the mix where when you do go line up to run a play, the defense is on its heels a little bit. It's not necessarily guess and run or pass. It's, uh, you know, it's 50-50, 60-40, 55-45 uh, type proposition, which kind of causes you causes the defense to react instead of proact. Les Need, Rams general manager with us here on 710 ESPN. Les, there were two units um, that took their lumps, it felt like, last season, and that was the offensive line specifically and the linebacking core. Uh, Both have uh, certainly exceeded their play from last season. What were some of the things that you saw in some of these players that you added here in the last year or so uh, that made you feel confident moving forward? Uh, You know, we have 
again, I, I know again going into the off season, right? It's a big theme. Add offensive linemen in that uh, that you know that solves your L's. But we have been uh, going through a process of of adding offensive linemen over the, the couple of years. Now, when you do go through that process, right, there has to be a plan, a process, uh, to a model, right, to take those players from collegiate player and probably really good collegiate player to uh, a very useful, good, sound player in the NFL. That just doesn't happen overnight for everyone. For some players, a little easier than others. So, you know, we had that model in place. And and one of the the bad luck of last year, uh, which did pay, you know, I call it the, the rose of that thorn of having some injuries on the offensive line, is a lot of offensive linemen last year got a chance to play, got thrown into the fire. Mm-hmm. So when the season's over and the emotion's over and 9-7, and seven, you didn't make the tournament over, and all of that disappointment is over and, and the emotions of right, just replace everyone is over, you can now take those players. Because so you have to play a lot of reps last year and break down, right, okay, what do they do well? What did they not do well, and ha- did they show the ability to actually do what they're not doing well well? And if that's the case, you can put a, a an element of a training process in place. And that's what ultimately we felt good about. And uh, I always say, too, we did add a player last year at the end who's come in and helped us, Austin Corbett. Now, on that day, we traded the fifth-round pick for Austin Corbett, but it was amongst Jalen Ramsey coming to the Rams and Marcus Peters and Akeem Tlaib leaving the Rams. So, you know, Austin kind of got left out and maybe forgotten on that day that was pretty busy in in our franchise timeline. Hey, Les, you know, it's uh, the Lakers got their championship. The Dodgers won the World Series. <laughs> like, are you starting to feel a little pressure here? I mean, is this? Funny I know you just got here, but you set that you know the way you kind of kind of let into there, right? I know. Uh, but it, it is interesting when we were going through that. Uh, I, I, I remember thinking, people, you know, it's not the first time I've heard it in plenty of texts, and I remember <laughs> thinking, okay, well, this is probably a good thing because, right? If there's if there's any sports gods out there, right, there would be karma that all right, the the, the city. Should if you win an NBA and a major league championship, you should go ahead and just give them the the football championship. But uh, when you think that right, you, you quickly realize, okay, I really don't think I believe in sports gods, and uh, and you you come back to reality, going, okay, hey, we do this every year. Uh, you know, we build this thing in the in the in the hopes of being able to contend. You know, not just one year, but uh, you know, consistently over the long term, and 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 that's our goal. And and you got to go earn it. But uh, you know what? It's pretty neat. That that was cool. Uh, put, getting to pull for right. It's it's just a very surreal type situation too, where all of a sudden it was so close together. I forget who won the first one. Right? Was the Lakers first before the Dodgers? But how yes. often is is two championships jumbled up that close together? And and I guess the ball's in, in, in our court right now. So we'll take that for sure. I mean, well, you I, got L.A. going. You guys made the Super Bowl. You, right, you, know. you did. You got started first. That is true. There's the, the yeah. You got the thing going. Yeah, so. yeah it had been nice to make, a, you know, at least going back to the golf and I was right a couple of putts down the stretch there. And, there you go. And, and, and been able to put the ball in the uh, – in the Lakers and, and, and Dodgers court. But it, that, you know what's neat? The neat thing is, right, you can learn from a lot of things. You, you, what's really cool about the Lakers, different than probably 
uh, it, it, football a lot of times, right? As you mentioned earlier, right? There's a lot of people jumbled up. A not a big difference in wins loss between Saints and and maybe us as the seventh seed. Uh, but in basketball, you appreciate the fact that okay, once you do go add a LeBron James and you do go add the group they added guess what you're in it now it's it's almost boom or bust you know what that franchise did what it takes to to boom and and you definitely appreciate the perseverance of the dodgers right of of going through what they have over the last few years and then all of a sudden waking up against uh uh, the 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 braves and rays in different uh, you know scenarios and being down and it would be very easy to say wow here we go again but they didn't, and and they climbed out of it and, and brought the crown home. So there's a lot to learn, uh, some special moments from uh, those two seasons, those two franchises this year. Les Snead, thank you so much, sir, for stopping by. Stay healthy, stay safe. That is the, that is the vision, but I appreciate y'all having me. All right, take care.